Everyone faces challenges every single day. Some are chosen and bring us joy. Some are given to us and bring struggle or pain. Whether the diagnosis of an illness, the news of a friend's death, the loss of a job, or a bike accident, we may be asked to step up to face issues that demand courage and perseverance. Hurt is just one of the many aspects of full lives. Each week on this show, ACT, Taking Hurt to Hope, Dr. Joanne Dahl helps us understand how we can use acceptance and commitment therapy to learn to accept what we cannot change and move forward into a valued life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joanne Dahl. Welcome to ACT, Taking Hurt to Hope. Join me today for discussion about something which is both very important and also very secret for many. Painful intercourse. If you get pain during sexual intercourse, you're not alone. In a recent Swedish survey, one out of ten women experience pain with a higher frequency among younger and more sexually inexperienced and fewer if you're over 50. This is a very special problem since sex is supposed to be enjoyable and a happy experience. And this type of pain definitely puts a damper on the specific experience, but also can seriously threaten your intimate relationship. Today we're going to get a chance to talk to an expert. We're going to learn about how sexual pain is some ways similar to physical pain, but also that it includes feelings like shame, guilt, and negative assumptions of self. We're also going to learn about how ACT can help you with these symptoms. Remember that ACT, Acceptance and Commitment Therapy, is about first opening up to what you actually are feeling here and now. Two, becoming aware of thoughts and feelings and sensations for what they really are rather than what they say they are. And then thirdly, engaging in valued action. Our guest today is Dr. Johanna Tomtien. She is a clinical psychologist and researcher and lecturer at Mid University in Östersund, Sweden. You can read more about Johanna on her website by clicking on her name on this week's episode of ACT, Taking Hurt to Hope on webtalkradio.net. Welcome, Johanna. Thank you, Joanne. I'm so happy to be here. Johanna, our radio listeners are always interested in, in hearing about the person behind the researcher and the clinician. So what got you interested in, in uh, painful sexual intercourse? Well, Joanne, to a large part, uh, I would say that I, um, I could recognize uh, part of the way that uh, these women uh, were behaving uh, from experiences that I've had uh, myself. Um, I've always been uh, uh, quite occupied with how how others would perceive me and what they would think about me and I've tried to do always do a good job at work and also at home and even in my spare time and during activities and um, meeting friends. Uh, and eventually this strategy of trying to living up to what I thought that other people were thinking about me, I started to ignore my own needs and mm. what was good for me. 
and uh, finally it pushed me over the edge and uh, it uh, happened a few times in my life which was uh, always quite a scary experience um, for me and even though I saw this happening and uh, I recognized it from times before I, I couldn't stop it uh, so this experience of, of getting in the same trap over and over again uh, made me realize that I have to find another way to handle th- these emotions that could be stress or insecurity or mm-hmm. and so on. And I also realized that uh, this new strategy would probably have to include the tough parts of life, that it was not possible to avoid them mm-hmm. by doing a good job and by achieving. So that part I I could really recognize when I started to meet these women mm. and that uh, putting your own needs uh, aside to try to please others uh, is a very central part, mm. probably in, in many different aspects of health, uh, but this is very central in, in the sexual pain because uh, when this kind of behavior carries over to sexual activity mm-hmm. and when a woman is having sex for any other reason other than she wants to have sex, it becomes a problem. Okay. So if, if I would try to summarize what you're saying, mm. Johanna, because I, I've worked with uh, chronic pain for about 30 years and I've, for, mm. it's, I've had the same experience that it's mostly women. It's about 85% women who seek help for chronic pain. And it's certainly exactly my experience, as you say, that um, one of the main problems, uh, I would say, underlying chronic pain is uh, that women seem to put others in the foreground and their own needs mm-hmm. in the background. And, and uh, as, you know, as you say, you are, you are mother to three children and you're very highly achieving that that what we maybe learn is if if we if we start feeling anxious or um, that we get more active mm. and we distract ourselves and in a way we we uh, try to achieve more in a way to solve this feeling of um, maybe insecurity or yeah so we we get active when we get into trouble and then mm. it creates a vicious circle mm, mm. yeah. So, Johanna, tell tell our radio listeners how common is it uh, that men and women have pain during intercourse? Yeah, it's uh, and then it's quite different between men and women because yeah. uh, among women in the ages between 18 and 35 years, uh, about 12 to 15 percent report this kind of pain, mm-hmm. and. Uh, if you just look at the group uh, between 20 and 30 years of age, we have a prevalence close to 20%. Mm-hmm. So that's quite common. While in men, this problem, problem also exists, but uh, then only a few percent report pain during intercourse. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about women, are we talking about actually, I mean, what? where is the pain? The pain is, uh, if I would describe it uh, in not too medical terms, is just around the opening of the vagina. Mm-hmm. There's the pain. Mm-hmm. And, and that means that a problem with this, uh, the description of sexual pain is that 
we only talk about it related to intercourse, but these women, of course, report pain during several activities such as uh, uh, physical exercise and just touching this area or uh, during um, physical examination uh, mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. see their doctor. And so it's uh, another problem is that it's also been a bit over-sexualized uh, mm-hmm. uh, and not seen as a pain problem with uh, great uh, consequences for for the negative consequences for the sexual life. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so what are the causes of, of uh, painful intercourse? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is an area uh, where still much research has to be done. There are no specific model or single cause that we can isolate and relate to this kind of pain. So it seems, and that's also similar to other kind of pains, that there can be several components involved in that painful intercourse starts. Mm-hmm. Um, in some women, um, there are theories about that some an increased sensitivity in their nerve endings, the opening of the vagina, might uh, make them very sensitive to friction and touch and um, yeah during penetration uh, mm-hmm. but also there are associations with the being on uh, the pill for a long time and uh, or having repeated uh, infections uh, that you treat yourself maybe with uh, uh, medications that also uh, might result in changes in your body that increase the risk or make you more sensitive mm-hmm. for friction and pain during penetration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, maybe more importantly, that uh, that has to do with all women, is that having intercourse without being sexually aroused means that you're having intercourse without your body being both physically or mentally prepared for it mm-hmm. and uh, as a women as a woman you can do this uh, uh, but uh, uh, there's a high risk that it will cause pain because you're not lubricated and you're not prepared for it uh, mm-hmm. physically and mm-hmm. uh, so that um, it seems when you look at uh, younger ages mm-hmm. that this mu- uh, this might be a very common reason for the first painful experience. Mm-hmm. And what happens then is that uh, your body is then building a memory that equals sex with pain. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't have to have this experience uh, that many times before you you start to be a bit anxious and a bit mm. afraid mm-hmm. a bit more uh, attentive to that maybe this will hurt mm-hmm. yeah what is yeah I when you say that it just it reminds me that I when I've listened to um, um, many women with chronic pain they often tell me about that when they were a teenager I, they give me examples where they they had sex um, because they wanted to be part of the gang or because somebody mm-hmm. else wanted to. It's very seldom I heard, you know, that the first time a, these women had sex is because they wanted to. Mm. Yeah. I, I recognize that too. And uh, I think that is, unfortunately, that is the picture. Uh, and and 
for for some women that's not a problem maybe they talk to their friends and they learn more about the, themselves and their preferences uh, but uh, again we we come back to this uh, meeting other uh, others needs uh, mm-hmm. uh, instead of of your own and when you when you start to associate sex with pain and you get this tension and this preparation for that it might hurt this will further disrupt the sexual response uh, in your body and and then you have a vicious circle Mm -hmm. uh, which i think in many cases is the explanation why why this becomes a a chronic pain condition. Mm-hmm. So w- tell us a little more about the psychological suffering of this. Mm. Yeah, because uh, if you have these experience uh, over and over again, uh, it will not only be the, the physical pain that it hurts just the time uh, when you're lying in bed, but also you will have the fear of Maybe it hurts the next time as well. Maybe I can never be able to have sex as other people and you become sad and you are many women report guilt uh, um, uh, for their partner not being able to satisfy him or her and not uh, being a a proper (laughs) sexual partner Mm. and shame related to other people uh, talking about their sex life and how it works so there you have anxiety and depression and, and hopelessness mm. they describe for the future and their possibilities of, of staying in an intimate relationship and of building a family, of course, mm. later on. Yeah. So, Johanna, you mentioned that uh, there's very little interest in this among pain researchers. Can you explain that? Why, why is there so little interest? Um, part of the explanation, I think is found kind of in the general history of the interest, the interest, how it has looked for women's health and how female sexuality has been viewed and, and treated and not being focused or priority for research. And when you look specifically at women's sexual health, it was for long treated only in terms of, of pregnancy and child deri- delivery. Mm. And we have not focused on uh, the importance of uh, feeling sexual desire, arousal, orgasm, and sexual satisfaction. Mm. Mm. So I, I think part of it is uh, in our culture, how we, how we view female sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an important point. So, Johanna, how, do, how would an ACT therapist approach this problem? Yeah. Uh, well, an ACT therapist would uh, um, focus, of course, on the difference between what we call the, the pure pain, the pain that the physical sensation and the, the dirty pain, all the thoughts and feelings and, and fears and uh, uh, also strategies of, for example, avoidance to handle pain, all the things that pop up in, in her head, maybe when she's in bed or even when her partner gives her that special look that tells her that maybe tonight mm-hmm. and, 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 and all kind of thoughts uh, rush into her head. So we would focus 
uh, on those things or actually we would we would not focus on them because we would try to put them aside and look at them as just thoughts and and instead focus on what is important for her uh, related to her sexual health and her intimate relationship and uh, what can she do to how would she act to move in the direction of her her values within these areas mm-hmm. so so do you have an example of a client that um, you've worked with with ACT and how it went for? Mm. Um, there is uh, one woman that I uh, have in mind a bit more closely than, than others. Uh, and she came to me and uh, uh, she was so afraid of having sexual intercourse because of pain or the risk of pain that she described that her body just closed and it was not uh, it was physically not possible for her and her partner to have sexual intercourse uh, she had not completely stopped having sexual intimacy but she was afraid of that maybe she would eventually because of her fear mm-hmm. and, and she also described to me that she loved her partner very much and they seemed to be in a very uh, balance uh, relationship where mm-hmm. they gave and took sexually in a, in a good way uh, but she was sad that um, that maybe they were not would not be able to have kids together or that she would not be able to be pregnant mm-hmm. and, and we worked together uh, quite a lot it took us a lot of time to s- actually sort out what her fears what her fears were not just fear or pain but what what she feared also related to to intercourse and to uh, her body and to lose control over her body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she could recognize and describe this kind of fear also in a lot of other situations that mm-hmm. it was not actually related to, to sex. Mm-hmm. So this was her dirty pain, her mm. thoughts and feelings and avoidance that kept her away from, from life in many areas, not just uh, sexual intercourse, mm-hmm. and, and created a suffering. Mm-hmm. So what we did was that uh, I actually encouraged her to not avoid her pain, but to examine her pain. So she did this mm-hmm. uh, on her own as homework, uh, in the beginning, and she, she, her, her task was to try to stay with the pain and to look at it and feel it and discover it and kind of get to know it. Mm-hmm. And uh, while doing this, observing what what went on in her mind during when she when she had pain, mm-hmm. and in that way she got to know both the pure pain and and the dirty pain quite well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting to know it, she was also less afraid of it. And she could, after this, she would describe she had more of a choice to to decide if she was okay having the pain was there of, or if she wanted to avoid it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, later in, in our um, work together, she invited her boyfriend to to uh, some sessions and uh, he also, also started to work at home together 
with her pain and continued to have sexual intimacy and she, she could kind of teach him about her pain and also about her dirty pain her mm. thoughts and her fears and uh, what she had what um, needs and preferences she had sexually mm-hmm. uh, and yeah uh, it was a stimulating work for us since we applied ACT also more broadly and not just to, to the intercourse part mm-hmm. of life. Johan, I was just curious, how, how do you, uh, practically, how, would, how does she get to know the pain better? Yeah, uh, what I do with, I would say, all my patients is that um, for many of them this is, quite scary even though they get this homework to work by themselves they can lock themselves into the bathroom but uh, either they can do it in the shower uh, when so when they are not cold they are warm and this would help them to to relax and uh, they examine their pain uh, either when they are in the shower just using their fingers because their homework for me is that is that they should be able to describe more exactly where it hurts and how big the area is Mm. or if they can um, uh, influence the pain by relaxing or uh, Mm -hmm. uh, being more tensed in their muscles. Mm -hmm. And when they have done this, they can also get out of the shower and use a mirror to look at the the painful area in their genitals and their vagina to see how much they can touch and press and see. Mm-hmm. This, I, it seems to me that this is quite an important part of mm-hmm. uh, of them getting to know their pain because a lot of them have avoided, uh, uh, yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know actually where it hurts or how much it hurts mm-hmm. or they don't know if they press it and then if will it continue to hurt for several days or mm-hmm. is it only hurting just when they press it? So mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Um, uh, I'd like to come back to that a little just at the at the end. We're, we're running out of some time here and I wonder, uh, Johanna, would is it often that you would include a partner in your work? Uh, I do that sometimes, and I think that's uh, uh, if it is a, a good partner, that's that's uh, I think that's the best way to include uh, him or her, at least some of the time, because uh, the problem and the intercourse problem and the pain problem. It's so closely associated with the relationship, so uh, it's good that we can see each other, all the three of us, and communicate around the problem. And also that uh, the woman uh, can a bit teach her partner about what she's herself worked with and learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I'm also very careful that. Uh, uh, we also have a lot of time, only me and, and the, the, the woman herself, because she really needs to, um, all, at least that's what I've discovered, I think she needs to uh, define uh, 
both her suffering, but more importantly, her her value regarding sex and intimacy and mm. and her own health, because we need to at least in the beginning kind of protect <laughs> uh, mm. our relationship between me and the patient from this uh, penetrating focus that. Uh, that surrounds the sexual arena, mm. unfortunately. So, so we really need to not be disturbed by that when she's working with her valuing mm-hmm. in treatment. I like that. I like that, Johanna. So, if you were, if we have some radio listeners um, right now that are, that may be experiencing painful sexual intercourse, mm. what what kind of advice mm. could you give them? Um. Most importantly, I, I would really encourage you uh, to not keep your pain only to yourself and define it as, as your personal problem. Uh, if you have a partner, I would encourage you to talk to him or her and describe your pain uh, and describe what try to describe what happens to you when uh, when you experience pain or when you are afraid of experience pain or or sex and. Also, if you can try to have sexual intimacy that you enjoy and what kind of sexual activity that is good for you. Because this is very central that sex should be pleasure and that means pleasure for both. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if you listen to the program, I would also try encourage you to try to sort out the ex- your experience in in both pain that is pure and that is dirty to see uh, to to look at your pure pain as something that your body is is given you, but but the dirty pain is something that you're creating mm-hmm. and that you actually can change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also the the dirty pain that is what is really keeping you away from your partner and your friends and. Are those things that are good for you? Mm-hmm. But but I would also really like to say that I know that all women are not in a loving relationship, and they are not in a relationship that is characterized by by giving and receiving of sexual pleasure. And and uh, you, I think you then you then have to ask yourself if if this relationship is the best way to take care of yourself and your health and your needs. Mm-hmm. And um, if there are other areas in which you tend to do the same, putting mm-hmm. other people's needs in front of your own, mm-hmm. uh, then you you have to decide if this if this is the way for you. Mm-hmm. So that is important. Thank you so much for that advice, Johanna, and thank you for being on our program today. Thank you, Joanne. You've been listening to Dr. Johanna Tomtian. She's a clinical psychologist and researcher, lecturer, mother of three and wife, and uh, works at the Mid-University in Östersund, Sweden. Uh, You can read more about Johanna by clicking on her name on this week's episode of ACT, Taking Her to Hope, on webtalkradio.net. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about Joanne, please see her website at joannedahl.com or click on the host website button in front of you on the webtalkradio.net page. You may also see her books, The Art of Science of Valuing in Psychotherapy, 
living beyond pain using acceptance and commitment therapy to ease chronic pain. Acceptance and commitment therapy for chronic pain, values in action, and epilepsy, a behavior medicine approach to assessment and treatment in children. All of these are found easily by clicking the cover or going to Amazon.com. We hope you'll join us again soon for another episode of ACT, Taking Hurt to Hope.